I V M. Hi, I'm Utsav, a behavior researcher by training and a slow traveler by passion. Postcards from Nowhere is a travel podcast where I condense a decade of travel experiences and explore not just the where but also the why and how to travel. My stories emerge from slow traveling the less explored parts of the world: Bosnia and Herzegovina, Armenia, Uzbekistan, and even China. At the end of each story, I give practical tips and new ideas about how to travel better. This week, starting a new series, Fabulous Foods. We follow the coconut as it shaped the world, from world wars to cold wars, and how it could shape the very future of human civilization. It's the spring of 1943. The beauty of the season, however, was farthest from the minds of a few Americans. Post the deadly attack on Pearl Harbor. The Japanese had occupied islands in the Solomons with a view of interrupting supplies of the allied forces between Australia, New Zealand and the United States. The US was using squadrons of torpedo boats to launch attacks from islands it still controlled. 3 hours before dawn, the in charge of torpedo boat 109 suddenly found himself directly in line of a Japanese destroyer. It smashed into his boat, splitting it into two and he was thrown into the water. two of his crew members perished the others swam to an island which could provide safety but after failing to find anything on two islands they eventually found one that had friendly locals willing to help though none of them spoke english two of them eroni kumana and biku gasa knew of a us base on the rectangularly shaped rendova island there was no way any of the remaining crew of torpedo boat 109 could make that journey as they would be caught by the japanese who were patrolling the waters the in charge came up with an ingenious idea he asked the two islanders to board the canoe and load it with some fruits then he simply said rendova in a few hours the crew saw help arrive and were rescued the two islanders became heroes but how did the crew communicate through just two islanders a canoe and fruits About 3700 miles away from Rendova lies the Hawaiian island of Molokai. Just a short hop from Honolulu, there is a post office near the airport. The postmaster does brisk business. He invites senders to write their own messages and attaches a colorful array of stamps to cover the postal cost, usually between 10 to 15 dollars depending on weight. 8000 miles from Hawaii lies the Indian state of Gujarat. About 36 kilometers from the town of Surat lies the town of Tarkeshwar. It's home to two lignite mines. In 2016, a team of scientists from Birbal Sahani Institute of Paleobotany in Lucknow published their findings of a discovery. They had discovered a fossil in these mines which dated back to the Eocene period. This meant that the fossil was an estimated 37 million years old. So what connects Japan and US at the height of the Second World War? A post office in Hawaii and a 37 million year old fossil in india the fossil discovered in the mine was of cocos nucifera or the coconut at the post office in hawaii the reason it takes as much as 15 dollars to send the post is because the post is the coconut itself and the mystery of how the crew communicated their message to the us based rendova well the in charge sent coconuts he scrubbed the shell clean and with a knife began to carve a message Nauro ISL commander native nose position 
ही कैन पायलट इलेवन अलाइफ नीट स्मॉल बोट कैनेडी द इंचार्ज ऑफ टोपीडो बोट वन ओ नाइन वॉज नन अदर देन जॉन एफ कैनेडी हु वेंट ऑन टू बिकम द थर्टी फिफ्थ प्रेजिडेंट ऑफ द यूनाइटेड स्टेट्स वेन ही अज्यूम्ड ऑफिस इन नाइनटीन सिक्सटी वन एंड वॉज नेविगेटिंग द कोल्ड वॉर ऑन हिज ओवल ऑफिस डेस्क सैट द वेरी सेम कोकोनट शेल विद हिज वॉट टाइम मैसेज Coconuts have been around longer than Homo sapiens, as the fossils from Tarkeshwar would suggest. Seafaring Arab traders likely carried coconuts from India to East Africa as long as 2,000 years ago. During the Middle Ages, when Kublai Khan was founding his Yuan dynasty in China and Genghis Khan his empire in Mongolia, coconuts were a prized rarity in Europe, encouraging nobles and leading churchmen to have them formed into cups mounted on gold or silver legs. In fact, the nut played a major role in trade. as many used coconuts as reserved ration on long voyages in bali the hindu dominated island of indonesia coconuts have a rather interesting role they celebrate a day of silence called nyepi when nobody works or travels there is no shopping entertainment or even food it is a day reserved for contemplation and self reflection on the day before nyepi things are a little different among the many high spirited celebrations young men thrash each other with flaming coconut husk to burn their demons and chase bad spirits away in the java region during ramadan fiery coconuts turn football into 60 minutes of health and safety defying madness but that madness may pale in comparison to the madness one could see in seychelles in 1968 the british and the central bank of seychelles issued a fresh set of banknotes it is a seascape with hills climbing from the shore in the background and a two masted brig under sail in the foreground It features a full-length portrait of Queen Elizabeth. To the right of the Queen's head are two coconut palms. Nothing odd about it till you turn the note 90 degrees. It becomes clear that the leaves of the palm are arranged to spell sex. By 1968, the Seychelles were agitating for independence, and a rogue engraver at the South London printer Bradbury Wilkinson fiddled with the design. He was sympathetic to the islanders yearning for self-rule and intent on insulting the crown. However, the coconut kept some bad company as well. In 1942, in the chemistry department at Harvard University, worked an organic chemist by the name of Louis Fieser. He was working on a top secret project for the US Defense Department. The department was less creative then, but the project was simply called Anonymous Research Project Number no. 4. But their motives were no less sinister. Fieser was working with gasoline, to which he added two parts of coconut oil, one part naphthenic acid and one part oleic acid. The final product he developed proved to be so successful in testing that the Dow Chemical Corporation was immediately asked to produce it at a commercial scale. On the night of 6th March 1945, the US Army retaliated and bombed Japan with this very product. An estimated 100,000 people died and over a million became homeless. Much later in 1972, the US was fighting in Vietnam and used it extensively. The war was immortalized in the Pulitzer winning prize picture. of a young girl crying in the middle of a road since the product had severely burned her back the product came to be known as napalm and the girl was known to the world as the napalm girl while by no means it was the coconut's finest star but then in recent times it's recovering its reputation in the south of france in the commune of saint paul le dour runs an experiment which could hold the key to mankind's survival a highly ambitious project is known as iter the international thermonuclear experimental reactor 
backed by 35 countries, it aims to replicate the reaction which happens in the sun, making hydrogen nuclei collide in a vacuum at very high temperatures. But to create that vacuum, ITER uses cryopumps that work by trapping gases on a cold surface. Now the gases need to be absorbed really well. And that one material which outperforms everything is charcoal. Specifically, charcoal made from coconuts. It has been in use for the last 15 years with no degradation in performance. If nuclear fusion becomes a commercial reality, it might end up solving the world's energy problems. From games in Indonesia to world wars and cold wars, the coconut has played a major role in shaping the world as we see it today. It was the culprit in napalm and the potential hero in nuclear fusion. It became whatever we could mold it into. As we travel, we must remember that there are few aspects of nature and human existence that are inherently pure or evil. It is our mindset and actions which make them so. If you like this podcast, don't forget to check out other interesting podcasts on the IBM network. You can listen to us on the IBM podcast app or ibmpodcast.com. You can also follow us on our social media. We are at IBM Podcasts on Twitter and Instagram. If you want to reach out to me, I am Utsav Memory on Twitter and YB Travel 42 on Instagram.